the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. How are you? I'm good. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how I believe that there is a particular reason and a particular pathway as to why we have made prostitution legal. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, Clint and I live in the beautiful state of California. And when I say beautiful, most certainly I am only talking about our weather. (laughs) That's all All there is. I mean, the geography and the weather, two things we have going for us. Yeah. And the other day, I had brought up a topic to you, Clint, and I didn't tell you the reason why, but I had a guy, there's an officer, a retired officer that I talk to quite frequently. And he, since retiring, has gone through many phases of ways to make income. And this guy's not an ugly guy. And people have a tendency to share a lot with me sometimes overshare. (laughs) And in this case, he was talking to me about a new OnlyFans account that he's created. And after doing that, Clint, that's where this conversation was sparked from. I started talking, we were on a drive and I was talking to you and I said, you know, the modern day prostitution has increased substantially and nobody is talking about how prostitution today is things like OnlyFans. And I can hear the other side of this conversation where there might be a lot of pushback to me saying something like that. But the bottom line is, if you are paying for sex, that is prostitution. And we often think that it's going to be some John who's picking up some girl in the corner of the street and, you know, they're worried about it being a setup. They're worrying about getting caught. They go and hide the vehicle maybe and like do whatever they do, right? In an instance like OnlyFans, or any porn site for that matter. If you are making a purchase to view a naked person's body, what else would you be doing that for without the intent of something that is sexual in nature? People say, well, it's artistic. (laughs) And there, there really is no explanation for it. And especially like with OnlyFans, typically with that, and it's not even like a, just pay $5. You can access my videos. They have, they have services where pay me $20 and I'll say your name while I'm masturbating or just performing different sex acts. And, and it's all that virtual kind of, it's like a virtual reality type of prostitution. Yeah. And I want to say like when it comes to somebody exploring their sexual nature, I don't have any problem with that. As long as it's legal, as long as we're talking about females that are of age and males, for for that matter. However, I do believe that we need to call it what it is. And if you are a subscriber to OnlyFans, or if you are a producer of OnlyFans, you are either somebody who is partaking as a prostitute or somebody who is partaking in receiving the action of prostitution. And I just need to clarify this because they're not prostitutes anymore. They're sex workers. Okay. Well, sex workers are actually legal now here in California. Yes. You can go out there and you can hold up a sign on the corner of the street and you can say, Hey, big John, what can I do for you? 50% off sale today. (laughs) And it's completely legal, right? But if you're the John, then it's illegal. How does that make sense? And and our our laws are so ass backwards in this state. It's it's unbelievable how 
people look at things and, and, and I get the idea behind it and their whole way of selling it was to prevent the sex trafficking side of things or the human trafficking side of things to where these, these females or males who are out there working the streets or working as a sex worker in those areas, not all of them are doing it willingly and they're forced to live that lifestyle. And I don't know, I couldn't get accurate numbers on like who's, who's being forced into this and who's not. But then there's the other mindset of, well, this person was initially being forced into it, but they enjoy it. So they're going to keep doing it. So it's, it's such a, it's an ass backward system. You need to clarify something for me then, because if the whole idea behind it is to help with a problem, the very increased problem that we have with human trafficking. If you do not have probable cause or a reason or are even now being told simply do not do it when it comes to apprehending or questioning a female on the corner when you know that she's there on the corner for that particular reason, wouldn't that decrease the likelihood that you would be able to possibly identify or provide support and help for somebody who is being human trafficked? And it, you would think so, but their mindset is, is you have that contact with them. You provide them resources. It kind of goes hand in hand, like, and I'm not trying to compare the two to this, but I guess I am. It's like the homeless population, the homeless crisis that we have nationwide. It's, you can't force a homeless person to live in a house. I mean, we are a free country. We, and it's their, it is their right to choose to live that way. So you can't go and criminalize someone who wants to be homeless. And so that's what their whole mindset is, is with the prostitution, where they think it's going to decrease this. And all we're seeing is an increase with prostitution, with homeless, like with all of it, because it goes, it's these uh, social programs that they implement, because if you are homeless, I'm going to pay you to be homeless, and you're going to live on the streets. You're a prostitute. I'm going to pay for you to live in a shelter and get on your feet to where now you can figure out a way to do it even safer than just working in really crime-riddled areas. As you're speaking in my mind, it's going tick, tick, tick up the ladder, And when I'm thinking about the wholesomeness, the totality of things, it's as though they're making excuses for the things that they really think are not worth their time. And I would categorize that into those three main topics of prostitution and sex workers, homelessness, and drug addicts, right? It's like they put on this persona, this fake Band-Aid, to make it seem like they're doing something to help to aid in the issue when really these are the top three issues that the federal government and most states, in my opinion, do not give two shits about. Well, the only reason they do is because it's a huge amount of money. They, they get tons of money to fund these programs and create these nonprofit organizations to funnel their money to, to where they receive returns on the back end. Yeah, and you know, when I when I talk with a lot of people, and I'm just going to single out men here, we talk about a wide array of topics in a very candid and, candid and vulnerable way. 
And so we will discuss things like infidelity. We will discuss things like prostitution and um, let's say going to the strip club. And I've spoken to many men who I revere as high profile, very, very dedicated and worthy men. And in having these discussions with these men, of course, we're, we're going out into a variety of other conversations with this main topic, but I have had men tell me that they have a high level of respect for strippers because they're just there working their way through nursing school and all the other things, right? And in my mind, being supportive of a stripper, you are also being supportive of the very things that she's trying to strip her way out of, right? I don't know any, my kid brother has a baby from a stripper, Mm. right? I don't think you can talk to a single stripper. And I, I watch a lot of interviews of topics like this. There isn't one who wants to stay stripping for the rest of her life, right? She will tell you, oh, I'm working out of this. And in these interviews, the host will always ask, like, what do you want to do after this? Like, what are you working towards to get out of this? Look at Nicki Minaj, right? Like, she was a stripper and she didn't want to stay being a stripper. She did that as her hustle to be able to get out of it, to be able to do something better and something more. And it's, it's very shameful, in my opinion, to say that about a female who is just working her way through nursing school when you're supporting her through the very things that she's frightened of on a daily basis. She doesn't want to have that fear of what could happen to her and then the statistics that go along with that because of this profession that she hasn't chosen. She's fallen into it, right? And I think it would be a cool thing if these men who think so highly of these strippers and, you know, they're just... They're such hard workers. If you really felt that way, then you would probably do something a little more than letting them get naked for you and, you know, tossing them a few bucks. Yeah, it's it's overall our our morality has left us in so many levels. And, and we've talked about this in previous episodes is the we've normalized the sex workers, the human trafficking and, and just generalizing sex in general without in the public view to where it's, it's a normal practice and it makes it okay. So the accessibility is there for so many people and with it being so abundant, it's, it's making it easier for these guys or girls to go out and obtain it. And, it goes against, I mean, these are these are professions stemming from the highest levels to just homeless out on the street. Like I know homeless people who will pay other homeless people for sex. Like it's a normal thing. And I think the main purpose of this conversation is that we now live in an age where you no longer have kids who want to be police officers and astronauts. You have kids who now have the ambition to be a transgender a social media influencer, and now an OnlyFans star. And I think that it's important for us to be able to educate our younger generation on the fact that sharing your naked body with the world is something that will forever be held in the view and the eye of the world. You can't ever get that back. And in addition to that, I think having that conversation of how prostitution and online exploitation of one's body, be it on their own free will or not, they go in tandem with one another. And I think it's an important conversation. I haven't heard anybody else discussing 
So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.